You're now listening to the Raw Urban Mobile Podcast, straight from the streets of Tokyo. And we ain't talking no sushi temples and shrines and shit, motherfuckers. Right, live from Tokyo, it's the Royal Urban Mobile Podcast. We're back for another episode. What's going on, Buddha? Hey, man, chilling. Boot, chocolate Buddha in the house and everything. And uh, just living a dream, brother. You know, we, we, we just having fun. Streets right. of Tokyo. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad it stopped raining, man. It was coming down. Yeah, like no, motherfucker. man. I'm telling you, man. But, uh, yeah, that, you know, like you said, that's the... That's what we got to deal with. We in the streets, right? Niggas got to keep rolling, bro. All right. <laughs> so we got, a, we got a guest here with us today. My brother Freddie Mac was good. What up? What up? What up? All right. Um, introduce yourself, man. We like to let people introduce themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I don't want to forget to say anything. And... Don't leave nothing out, bro. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, um, Freddie from Atlanta, Georgia, but I'm in Japan. Just okay. like working here in Japan as a photographer and doing like art direction, creative direction for like fashion brands. Okay. And yeah, man, just just pursuing. In the pursuit of happiness, I guess. Gotcha. And just like, uh, yeah. It just kind of, it just kind of, <laughs> just grinding, and and like I don't want to keep grinding, but yeah, I'm in, in the grinding process at the moment. Gotcha. Brother, getting his hustle on. That's what's up. Hey man, yeah. you ever heard of um? You ever been to Nigga Freddy's? Nah. <laughs> what's that? <laughs> oh shit. So it's a cafe called Sega Freddo's Zanetti. Yeah. So my boy just cut, you know how black folks is, man. Yeah. They just cut shit off short and say, yeah, man, let's go to Nigga Freddy's. So it, we've been calling it Nigga Freddy's ever since. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't never heard this spot. <laughs> yeah, but if you ever go to that coffee shop, you'll love it, it's man. Right, it's right over there by the um, same street as the Adidas, yeah. Adidas store. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just right across the street. Oh, you know. I know that. I know the spot. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. yeah. Hardly any ugly women come in that motherfucker, man. So you, you'll love it. And it's got some of the best coffee in the world. So shout out to Sega Freddo. We, we ain't even being sponsored by their ass, so we don't want to say too much. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, go ahead. You know, I've been following you on, on the IG in a little bit, and we, we've met in, in Tokyo in a few at a few events and stuff. You also yeah. go by the name Kanji. Ah, yeah, Kanji Kill Swag. Kanji Kill Swag. So I, yeah. I, how did you get that name? Uh, well. What does that mean? Yeah, um, uh, I used to live in Korea like seven years ago. Okay. I moved there in like 2011. Okay. And, uh. And I wanted to do something like in fashion. Like I used to be a stylist when I was, uh, and like I used to sell clothes. Like, Got you. Denim like, mm. to people in Atlanta, like Rockin' Republic and True okay. Religion, mm. like this kind of stuff. And some, a few artists was buying from me at the time when I was in college. Yeah. So when I moved to uh, to Korea to Seoul, I wanted to do something, and I didn't really know what to do. So. I felt like at the time, I felt like my style, these days I don't really dress up so much, but like mm-hmm. back, back then I like really cared about how I looked when I was going out and shit. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, I just started a fashion blog and uh, I didn't know what the name should have been. And then one day I was just like, where I was living at, they used to say kanji, kanji. And I, I didn't know what that meant. In I Korea? It was like, yeah, in Korea. Okay. And um, and I, I didn't know what it meant. So I was I thought it was something like derogatory or something. Yeah. You know, like, racist nigga, nigga, then, nigga, yeah, nigga, nigga. yeah but um this guy told me this korean dude he's like no 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 this means cool and i was like cool he's like yeah he's like yeah cool style and so like i was like damn okay cool and then um 
And I was just joking. I was like, I was drinking. I was like, Kanji killed fucking swag. Oh, shit. And then, so that, that's when I was like, uh, and then I just, the name just stuck with me. I was like, that's cool. Like, I'm going to just do a blog called Kanji Kill Swag. And, and it just kind of started from there. Amazing how alcohol could bring shit out of you. <laughs> so Kanji means in Korea, like cool. Actually, it means like cool. Gotcha. A very cool, like mm -hmm. very cool, fa fashionable style. Mm -hmm. And then killed is obviously killed. Yeah. And then like uh, swag is swag. So I said Kanji kill swag because at the time I didn't even know I was going to be a photographer. I, I didn't even own the camera at the time I created the blog. I was like, okay, I started a blog. And I was like, okay, I need to buy a camera. So, and I was like, Kanji kill swag. So me, like I'm from Atlanta and like we started the swag culture. Mm -hmm. Obviously real fashion like came from New York as far as like, you know, the States, but like this whole like swag, skinny jeans, like yeah. swag, swag, like swag, swag. Like this shit really, in my opinion, came from, they was doing it in like, Cali too, but like I feel like Atlanta obviously really represented the culture and mm -hmm. the swag. Gotcha. So in my opinion, I was from Atlanta and I always when I was living there, like I was selling clothes and I always felt like people's style was like not even that good, you know, because <laughs> they like behind. In my opinion, they was mm -hmm. behind. So mm -hmm. when I moved to Korea, I was like, this, they style over here is killing the style over there. Mm -hmm. So Kanji Kill Swag was actually kind of like saying like I thought that the Asian fashion was much cooler than what they was, what people in mainstream hip-hop culture thought was cool uh, uh, you know what i'm saying like now it's changing because you got like people like asap and yeah yeezy and they they've been coming over here getting mm. that shit and bringing oh, it back okay. there so, yeah. so i always thought that the style over here was like much cooler than the um than the style there so i said kanji kill swag and but the play on is that mm -hmm. uh ironically people was calling me kanji so while they was calling me kanji i ended up buying a camera and taking photos of swag fashion fashion so uh. kanji kill swag because when you take a picture you're shooting gotcha so, and then swag is like fashion yeah so kanji totally kills, so i was taking pictures of fashion kanji kill swag that's so dope. it's like it acts like it's like three meanings in one. Oh, so i that's why i just kept the name that's yeah that's a cool name though yeah yeah so. yeah now, now you mentioned that you mentioned that you sold denim right yeah sure not just denim but yeah <laughs> he said, "Not just them. Yeah, I mean, we everybody got a little history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just selling clothes, man. Like okay. I was getting it from some dudes, and you know, they was just we was just selling clothes. Well, I, I wasn't really working with people. I had my own thing. So if you actually go check on Facebook now, uh, there's a page called I Sell Jeans, uh -huh. and that was my Instagram. I mean, my Facebook from like 2006. <laughs> okay. It's called I Sell I S E L L, and uh -huh. then space jeans like mm. denim jeans. Yeah, yeah. So, that was my first way to advertise it. So I was on it early. So Got you. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of denim, do do, do you know I'm give you a little I guess a little pop quiz in here. Um you know the the city in Japan they call the Mecca of denim? You Isn't know? that like uh is that like not Kyoto, is it like Nagoya or somewhere like that? Nah, it's actually in uh Okayama Okayama prefecture. It's uh, a city called or uh, it's like a port city called Kojima. Kojima. Yeah, and this is this is supposedly the mecca of Japanese denim. Like where the indigo doing all the indigo and stuff. Yeah. I'm familiar with Japanese like denim, so okay. I work in fashion, so yeah, I work yeah. with a fashion designer. Shout out to Kotamir. Okay. Uh, you know he's uh, Sato. He's okay. Cool. I just I just thought you might knew that question, so uh, yeah. the answer to that. No, I didn't know. I didn't know that though. Yeah. Kojima. 
Kojima, yeah. Yeah, man, I don't know, man. Them damn cowboys back in the States might have something to say about that. You know, say <laughs> denim from... No, no, with, the being that... The, the, in Japan, the Mecca. The, the Japan's, oh, the Mecca. Japan's Japan. Mecca. Oh, oh, okay, 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 is, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah but they got... Obviously, they got theirs from... They got their whole denim swag from America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly. evident everywhere. It looks like America when it comes mm-hmm. to fashion. American and mixed with Italian and French. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I got a homeboy who's he sells denim and he got a, he got his own shop in Miami. Forgot the name of the spot, but um, shout out to Fetty in in, in, Fetty in, my, in Miami, huh? Fetty Wap. <laughs> Fetty Wap, <Wild, nah. laughs> But uh, yeah, okay. Takashi six nine. Uh oh. <laughs> how did it all start, man? Um, what what came first? Uh, fashion, photography. How, how did well, you actually, if you want me to be honest? Uh, I ain't gonna put her name out there, but okay. I was dating this girl uh, and she called me stupid. So oh. I told her I wanted to, I told her I wanted to, when I left the U.S., we was dating. Uh-huh. And, uh, and like, stupid. I don't know, like, yes, I, I, not too many people call me stupid. So, uh-huh. uh, especially like, you know, I, I do a lot of different stuff and I was doing a lot of different stuff. So for somebody to call me stupid, who I was with, she called me stupid. I said, I want to do something in fashion. She said, you don't know nobody. I guess because her ex-boyfriend was working in fashion in LA yeah doing some bullshit probably yeah now now looking back it's probably bullshit compared to what I see yeah so, exactly. um she said like oh yeah you stupid blah blah you can't do that you don't know nobody and then you know I had another friend I'm not gonna put his name out there he kind of doubted me too just because mm-hmm. he said like how you gonna go there so uh and I don't know like that shit just like really lit a fire under me and I said I'm gonna show them I'm gonna show them and uh and then man I just I didn't know nobody. Like I didn't know, no, I didn't have no fucking camera. I didn't have shit. I didn't have nothing. I, I had, I was had a job. I actually left America teaching English. I moved there. I taught English for, in Korea for two years. Okay, so that was my way out. Okay, I went so to Georgia State. Shout out to GSU. Mm-hmm. So, so you had the you had you had this strong interest in fashion, but yeah. you actually left America just, just because you wanted to get out and get no, away. from I left America because I wanted to come to Japan. Ah. I didn't only apply it at one place. Okay. It's crazy, man. I, my whole career is like, I literally only applied at one fucking place basically since 2011. Mm-hmm. And that was the job to go to Korea. And then, um, and the only reason I applied was just because, like, I, I wanted to leave the States. And I was exposed to my granddad. He was always traveling. Gotcha. And, like, ever since I was young, he. You know, he's always, I hear about him going to Brazil, living in Rio, living in uh, some city above Rio. It's really popular. I forgot the name. Okay. Um, and and uh, just kind of like everywhere. And I was, I was inspired. None of, nobody in my family travels, like nobody. Mm. Like they all the typical black Americans. And yeah. Just staying in a local city and traveling is going to LA or Miami or I always, I was, I, totally I always knew that I wanted something bigger than that. Mm-hmm. And I was just tired of the Atlanta shit. Yeah, so I just seen a lot of shit. And, I mean, I wanted to see more stuff. And, yeah. yeah, that's kind of why I left. Okay, I also feel like you know, like uh, certain passions um, eventually lead you to spark that interest for you to want to travel or live somewhere else or see somewhere else too. Because you know, like you take take fashion for an example. Like I don't think America is the the, the center of fashion. You know, you got fashion in Japan, Tokyo, and. Milan. Europe, Milan, Italy, all these different places. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, opposed to like something like basketball, right? NBA is the ultimate goal, right? That's the basketball. You don't have to look anywhere else. Yeah, you don't have to look NBA. outside of America because that's the center yeah. 
but you know with fashion photography certain hobbies you you're gonna be exposed to a lot of different styles and people yeah so you know and plus you had a vision you know you you had this fashion vision even when people doubted you yeah, you just sure. you just had this vision and it just it just brought you to where you are now you know and yeah. that's a beautiful thing you know what i'm saying yeah that's what we was talking about like the energy that you put out yeah there. yeah and it's like what you're gonna get so you ever heard of the law of attraction that, that oh. that's sort of like yeah Man, we got going back to elementary school <laughs> 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 nah, I'm just checking. I'm just checking. But I, I, I do believe that whatever you you put out and you focus on and you have a desire and you it sounds like you felt fashion in your gut. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, then uh, it's really from my dad. Man. My yeah. dad was always like, uh, I don't want to go too far back in like what he was doing, but mm -hmm. he's always known as like the cool guy. Yeah, like flyers. Yeah, like you know. He has a lot of history in Atlanta, like not this new Atlanta shit, like gotcha. the old, because we really from Atlanta. So mm -hmm. the old Atlanta, like my dad is well known with the, all the OG OGs, even from Big Meech, like these yeah. kind of people, they all know my dad. So, um, and they're all friends. So uh, he was always known as the suave dude, like Rico. They, they call him Rico. We got the same, we share the same name. So I'm a junior, but. Um, but he they changed his name to Rico because he was so smooth, yeah. cool, you know. So, Rico Suave. Yeah, yeah. And, and so they, it just stuck with him, and that's still his name. Everybody know him as Rico. So shout out to my dad. You know, he's uh, he's a real OG. You know, right? So maybe, um, maybe the OG is swag. You know. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> he taught me everything. He taught me how to be a hustler. He taught me how to how to make money without even seeing that the money's there. Like just yeah. how to go and get it. So Korea was. Would you say Korea was? I guess the beginning of, of your fashion career? Yeah, like, yeah, I wasn't in the industry then at that okay. point. I was just kind of like okay. exploring, exploring. And, um, and I was learning how to use a camera, which I had no interest in learning before. Mm. I didn't even care about cameras. I never even owned a camera prior mm. to 2012, 2011. So, okay. um, you know, yeah, it was like, like that's really what it, yeah, I got inspired to to really join in Korea get yeah get in and and what really got me in was uh I, w I started modeling so okay. uh, I it became a model in Korea gotcha. and I actually I was the first black model in Korea mm -hmm. anybody can challenge me on this shit cause oh I wow like really like show it's another guy named Nana there too he wasn't really a model though he's just like kind of a tv person gotcha. like one of these like you know how you always put like a black person on a tv show mm -hmm. it's like Kind of the funny guy, the token black guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. but he's yeah. from he's a dude from Ghana. And respect to him because he's doing real good shit out there too. You probably seen him. You ever see anything about Korea as a black dude talking? It's probably him. His oh, name okay. Ghana. So we actually worked in this a photo shoot together for this uh, magazine called Sessy Magazine, and you know, and then um, and it's crazy because like when I was out there in Korea, you know, I I'm friends with a lot of people. And I had these these guys. I'm not gonna say who they are. If they listen and they know who they are, cause mm -hmm. I, I ain't even. I'm gonna say what happened. And like, I did, a lot of them used to say like, you can't you can't be a model in Korea because Koreans don't like black people. Mm. And actually, Koreans like black people more than Japanese. People. Oh wow! Yeah, wow! So, I didn't know that. And they people don't know that, but like, I lived there, so yeah, you know, and I was in the culture, and I got like, so and but if a Japanese person likes you, they're gonna help you to the end. That's the difference. The Koreans will be fickle, but mm. they but they'll still like you mm. and treat you with some type of respect. So, do you think it's do you think it's a genuine interest in black people or liking I black people, Koreans or is it just, just like this? People in general. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm always wondering, is it just infatuation? 
Nah, Koreans they they yeah. like they like people who have soul. Like gotcha. Koreans have soul. And it's it's a different type of soul, but mm. they have people say Chinese. I think Chinese got the most soul, honestly. Even though their culture's a little bit hard to like navigate through because it's so like much and we so it's so so much we don't really know because they've been kind of closed off to the world mm -hmm. for, for a while mm -hmm. um my girlfriend she's chinese too so okay know, what's up baby uh mm. and uh yeah shout her out what's her name yeah uh, janie janie what she's up janie what's she's up janie she's low-key she low key. Yeah. okay <laughs> so uh yeah i just i don't know man i just personally like I have my my Japanese people who who've always like looked out for me since I've been here. Mm -hmm. And you can't do anything in Japan without a Japanese person. That's number one. So, mm. I no totally agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. So if you ain't got one person that's Japanese on your side, then you you bound to like fail here. Yeah. So I I've been very very blessed to have like um, some Japanese people who actually appreciate what I do. Gotcha. And who who's willing to work with me? Um, but uh, in Korea. Like if you're just a good person, mm -hmm. um, that takes you a lot farther than no matter how cool you think you are. You got it's about your personality and career, and well, you, being a good person. Yeah, and that's what I like more about the careers. Mm. Well, you know, um, people don't be believing the hype of the media because it's been you know a perception that Asians don't like blacks or this that and the other. No, you know, people need to just go out and travel like you do and like we've been doing and live in different cultures and uh you'll find out that people appreciate you because of your good energy or your good yeah, humanity exactly. you know what i'm saying so exactly yeah i mean i i tell everybody this and i, I i'm gonna say it again and i won't say it again but mm -hmm. like honestly like i never felt more at home anywhere else in the world except for korea like mm -hmm. literally wow. like i ain't never like except my home home you know my yeah. family like only people I've ever traveled around my whole life, and I've been in like over like almost thirty countries now, mm -hmm. um, and I've lived in soon to be five. I'm moving to Australia in two weeks, mm. uh, you know, and I'm only thirty now. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like the only people I ever felt like like they family, and they still call me. I left Korea for almost five years ago. I got Koreans still calling me on Kakao Talk, saying I miss yeah. you, man. I hope you're good. I can't just calling me randomly. Mac, how are you? Mac, 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 how are you? Yeah. Like, they care. They have more uh, compassion for people, mm -hmm. I think. So this this really, for me, was I always felt some connection to, Korea. to Koreans. But they got to get to, like, once they know you and they can break down the, the like, race barrier yes. for Korean, then they they won't let you come in their house because that's just culturally they won't let yeah. you. They don't do that. But they'll, they'll you need to, you walking down the street and Korean person stop on the side of the road. You want to, where are you going? Like, mm. what do you got? And you're like, they don't know. And then you say, oh, uh, here. And then they can come get in. And they, they try to talk to you. Man, I had so many people help me in Korea. It's crazy, man. Mm. Not not help, like, here, how here you need help. Yeah. But just, like, help just in, like, just from compassion for people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that Genuine. shit changed me, man. Yeah. That, them, as a people, changed me to become more, um, not humble, but to become more, uh, have compassion for my people around me. Yes. Like outside of, you know, and, and I used to be really selfish, so I used to bring, like, I didn't give a fuck about people, man, except yeah. my family. And even to them, I was selfish. So mm -hmm. uh, they, were the, they were the people who taught me how to share. It took me to go all the way to Korea to learn how to, like, share, you know, instead of coming in the office and eating my fucking food by myself. Yes. I, I start seeing them come in the office and bring something for everybody. And that and that's and typical. That me. That's typical to me of 
Asian, I'll say you, you can vouch for Korea and I can definitely, excuse me, vouch for Japan. That's, that's something that I've seen in those two cultures too, sharing. Here. Yeah. You know, when you go out to eat, it's not like, oh, I order my own thing and, and yeah. you eat your, you know, you order your own thing and eat. That's Everybody shares. Style. Yeah, that's like American got, style. You, I mean, I got my car. What's your car look yeah. like? You know, so you start competing and shit. Yeah, I got mine culture, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, I, I had to get used to that too, just eating. You know, even when I'm with my wife sometimes. She's sharing. always sharing some shit. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Even when they bring a plate of food over yeah. here, man, yeah. they bring out like small dishes and stuff yeah, for everybody. Everybody to... got, and everybody just. Yeah. Well, it just goes to show you that uh, compassion and love is, is is just colorblind. It's race blind. It's it's yeah. it's, it's nationalist nationality blind. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, so that's how we're gonna you know have this better world. You know, that's how you know. And the young brothers like you and the younger people, the future. You know what I'm saying? So. Hey. Yeah. I hope I'm still in the future. <laughs> hey, older. hey, I always believe that you, you know, yeah. me as a Buddhist, AJ, we always AJ look at the numbers, Yeah, but we always look at the youth, the younger yeah. people is going to be carrying the torch when yeah. we are ready to step down. You know, we can kick back and, you know, because I'll be 57 soon, right? So we can kick back and throw some wisdom out, but it's going to be up to y'all to carry the torch, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Because sure. y'all are the future. Yeah. And, and, you know, and y'all are more tolerant than my generation was and, and the generations and, back. And, and so. hope, hopefully the youth, uh, you know, kind of change things as far as the relationships, like even with J Japan and China and Japan and Korea. Yeah. You know, the, the older people, they still hold on to history and, and mm. things that's been done, the wars and conflicts and shit like that. But it seems like to me, the younger generation of Chinese, Japanese, Korean, they don't really give so much about, give a yeah, fuck they, about they that kinda, so much. they kind of, a little bit further removed but yeah and but, i understand i understand the two differences yeah if you, you haven't experienced that you didn't live in those times yeah you, you probably will be like nonchalant about a lot of things yeah the youth, the youth movements around the world but at the same brother, time i think is, it's is, kind is of a good thing because the youth focus more on they're, they're connected more so through music yeah. and art and all this stuff so you yeah, know social you, media yeah, you know social media yeah. so you know anyway moving on Let's talk about Germany a little bit. You you've been to uh, Germany. Yeah. Uh, lived yeah. in Germany. So I, I, when I was in Korea, I like. How did I that? really I really started getting uh, really passionate about photography and not so much about the fashion blogging. Okay. And because um, I had a fashion blog called KanjiKillSwag.com, and, mm -hmm. and that was like this is back in 2012, 2013. I was getting hits like remember like there was some weeks where I was getting over 10,000 views a week. Nice. And this is like back before. This is not back that long ago, but it was still kind of early, like the early Instagram days and the mm -hmm. early, like all these social media days, mm -hmm. still the earlier side of those days. And, um, and yeah, I just wanted to, um, I wanted to leave Korea cause I didn't want to teach English no more. I was just going there and I was just like standing there. I was like, my mind not even here no more. Like mm -hmm. my mind is somewhere else and I should just. And I don't know, I saved up quite a bit of money. Mm -hmm. uh, like, I was actually one of those smart people who, like, saved a lot of money, actually, the time I was there. Okay. Um, and I used that money to, to move to Germany. And I lived there for, like, nine months. Okay. And I was taking German classes. And, um, Which city did you live in? Berlin. Oh, Berlin. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been to Berlin for three days. How about a little shout-out shout out to the German people in Germany? Yeah, what's up? Uh, guten Tag. <laughs> guten Tag, yeah. I know. Uh, guten Tag, yeah. And, um, yeah, man, I, I liked, actually, you know, I'm not going to say I like Germany. I liked Germany. 
I'll say that. But I, it was like a different type of light. Mm -hmm. I was going there because I wanted to be in Berlin because it's the art capital of the world. Mm -hmm. like, oh. Everywhere you look, like it's like it looks like you're in a fucking art gallery because it's like everything is very artistic. Mm. And, and um and people care more about the experience uh than they do about like planning in the future so at, at that time i wanted to experience that gotcha. and i wanted to kind of like kind of just like not give a fuck no more like mm -hmm. i want to wear dirty sneakers and like mm -hmm. you know i want to i want to wear like you know i don't know but like when i was in berlin man it was dark time man it was dark time because the, uh in, in europe especially northern europe uh during certain times of the year, there's not that much sunlight, and black people we need sunlight. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. and like, if you don't get sunlight, your like your energy levels can drop, and as Absolutely. well as your as well as your like happiness levels can go down. And that's yes. scientific, my yeah. brother. Yeah, yeah. So when I was there, uh, I went during the winter time. So uh, I was there from I went in October, and it, at that time it was getting really cold. Korea is colder than than than. Germany, honestly, in my mm -hmm. opinion, but it was cold, and also the sun was going down at two a two p.m. like God one p.m. The sun was going down. So by like now, the sun is actually getting ready to go down. So mm -hmm. you have this whole rest of the day in dark darkness, and that shit was fucking me up. Like, mm -hmm. and um, I wasn't used to that. I'm from Atlanta, so pretty sunny most of the time. You get some tornadoes and occasionally, but yes, sir. for the most part, it's pretty sunny. So. And then I was, you know, living in other places and traveling other places. And I, I, I wasn't used to that. And it should just really start fucking with me. And then Germans are very, like, very cutthroat. Okay. Like, not really cutthroat, but they just, like, very straight, you know. And I wasn't comfortable with that because I had just left Korea where they, like, really caring and loving. And then they come to a place where it's really cold. Give me an example of, like, German... How, how German people act or cutthroat, or, as you they, said. It's just, it's just more cold, like... I just had I had some tough experiences there, and I don't want to go really go into them. Yeah, all right. I just had a lot of tough experiences with people. It wasn't no racist shit. Okay, it had nothing to do with race. It was more because there's black people living all over Germany. I've and, I've met and some German lot of women Africans. love black men. So and who and, does it? Right? Yeah, this is a fact. <laughs> everywhere I've everywhere I've been, yeah. chocolate melts in your mouth, not in your hands, ladies. <laughs> yes, but, uh, but yeah. uh, I think it was just like it was the German way because like I had some experiences with people who i had trusted at the time because that's they the only people i knew there mm -hmm. and they it was just some shady shit not really shady it was just very different mm. and to them maybe that's regular but to me i'm from georgia one of the places where the people actually from georgia are actually nice yeah it's like you know what i'm saying it's a lot of people coming there they bring in another flavor there but people from there like my grandparents all my cousins, they all just nice people. Southern, Southern hospitality. hospitality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So like I was used to that and going to Korea, it was like even more. I was like, damn, everybody like this all over the world. I went to Germany. I, guess, I was like, nah. I guess that's why they call it Seoul. Yeah. yeah the city is Seoul. Seoul got Seoul. Hey, any of my Koreans out there, Anya Haseo, like, what's up? You know, I fuck with them a lot. So I like Koreans a lot. Yeah. They're just yeah. nice people. You can talk to a Korean on the airplane and then like they might, if they, they'll be a shy, but then once you, like, if you can speak a little Korean, then they, like, oh, yeah. they're so cool to you, you know? It's, it's more to the Korean culture than uh, Korean food and, and uh, Korean dramas. Yeah, <laughs> seems, I yeah, seem yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. everybody there's knew. There's more depth and there's layers depth, in yeah. Japan. There's more depth and layers in Japan because they have a very deep, 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 deep-seated, like, kind of thing happening here. Yeah. Korea is very more surface level, but 
I mean, they, they both, the people are people, man. You yeah. can go to fucking New York and probably be like, exactly. man, I know a lot of fake motherfuckers and they look like us. Yeah. So, you know, I think, you know, people are people everywhere you go. Absolutely. You, know, you, know, you, know, you, know, you got, all right, so what, we got uh, different levels of melanin in our skin or whatever, and some people have less, but, you know, around the world, you got good people, bad people, right. you know, and, and, and so, yeah, yeah, we just all people. Yeah, I think I don't want to say that Koreans are better than Japanese or Japanese are better or mm. black are better than this. Yeah. I think people people I know some black people who fuck me over too, so yeah. Yeah. You know, in Atlanta. So yeah. uh, you know. You know, you've been different countries and, and, and this is going taking it back to the fashion, focus, focusing on fashion. Um what's what are the differences in, in, in fashion in Tokyo and Atlanta, New York or Korea? Can you mm. talk a little bit about differences yeah uh well i honestly i've never been in new york as crazy as that sounds well we're, we're not even new york I, I guess more so the countries you've been to uh yeah uh comparing I mean, those. asians care more about the way they look i don't know about chinese because i ain't i you know mm-hmm. chinese they they a bit different okay now they actually do they do care about the way they look too but it depends on where you're in china gotcha you know like if you went somewhere in like fucking nowhere mm-hmm. they, they're not gonna care the same as they would in shanghai mm-hmm. but uh Asians care more about how they look and their presentation. Mm-hmm. Uh, presentation is important, and like your presentation, oftentimes, not not so much about brand presentation, but like your like how well it's put together, um, and like in the fine details is kind of important. And I think um, and like Europe is Europe is I don't think it's as important as like Asia is about presentation. Gotcha. Because, like, if you look at the old formalities and the way they dress mm-hmm. in, in Asia, from the Korean, from where they wore the humbucks to the kimonos, and it's always about very detailed presentation. Mm-hmm. So, no matter how poor or how much you had, everybody had that same presentation. You know, that's a good point, you know, because uh, when I was in the Navy, um, I used to be on base and they would have the uh, janitors coming to work, right? Uh, but I didn't know they were janitors at the time, but these dudes are coming in with suits, right? You yeah. know, you know, this is back in the early eighties, right? So I'm seeing these dudes come in with suits. And then one day I just happened to see the same group of dudes in janitors clothes doing this cleaning and stuff. And I'm like, Oh man. So these guys come to work with that pride and that presentation, regardless of what job they have, you know? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I thought that was kind of, kind of cool. You know, when I saw it back then, right? Yeah. Because if I was a janitor, man, I'm just coming in sandals, a t-shirt, and say, shit, I'm ready to get to work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, they, they, it's a whole different, like, they treat it differently here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which to me, like, that helped, that helped me a lot as well. Yeah. Like, with my presentation. Before, I wasn't as sharp as until I came to Japan. I was, oh. I was cool, I guess, but I wasn't sharp gotcha. until I came to Japan. And they made me sharp like a motherfucking thumbtack. Yes, <laughs> now, when I go out places, people like... Where this nigga came from. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like when I wherever I go, people I'm just moving like different, like tight. Like my granddad, he always moved tight, and that's mm-hmm. how he, I've learned from him. But I really came here and understood how to move tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read I read uh, an article, an interview that you have put up with Huffington Post. Yeah, you mentioned about I think you mentioned something about not wanting to conform to um, I guess certain standards of fashion or like being typecast uh yeah uh i don't remember i don't remember exactly like yeah um what i said okay what what do you think of like fashion in in terms of being having these gender rules and, and gender conformity and 
dressing like a woman and dressing like a man and I think honestly in my opinion like like I do trend forecasting Okay. Which means like I, I kinda like call out what would be fashionable in okay. the future. Okay. Um and I've 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 made some calls and they you know I've noticed like a year or two years later the big brands do it like the okay. time. Okay. So and I've I've done that with some brands I work with. And uh yeah, I think that in the end, man, like everything is gonna be I don't agree with a unisex like kind of lifestyle where everything should be one i think okay. man is man and x and y chromosome and this is like separate okay um and woman is woman and i mean whatever whatever people do on their own time i don't care yeah so i guess my point is what makes something only you know only acceptable for a woman to wear and what makes something only acceptable for a man to wear you know what i'm saying yeah i don't think this is even apply this rule really applies anymore so yeah i think in 2000 and like 50 there yeah. is gonna be no no like no gender based mm. clothing mm. like you know i think and i think people are gonna the health would change as well people are gonna shift into like a different paradigm where they eating differently dressing differently mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm sure you've seen like the movie fifth element yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh man, classic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like that's where fashion is going in the next 20, 30 years. Wow. Oh, okay, yeah. so so you're talking about somebody like Will Smith's son, Jalen. For instance, what do you think about, you know, cuz there's still people who make a big deal about men wearing these rappers in these tight jeans, these skinny jeans. What do you think about that whole? Mm, well, I think uh criticism. different people have different body shapes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, like me, I'm tall and slim mm -hmm. and like I have long legs, so if I wear like slim pants, like actually I look more impressive to people. And I'm a model, so I understand like the importance of having a certain look. Gotcha. You know, so uh, and certain clothes gives off a certain look. Yeah. So, because uh, you know, I used to live in Italy, and them jeans is tight as yeah. You can't even fit a penny in the motherfuckers' nah. pockets, bro. I think, <laughs> like, I think, I think, man, I think the more you travel, and you see that, then you go to places like in some countries in Southeast Asia where, you know, men dress this way or you go to some places in Africa where motherfuckers ain't got no clothes on or exactly. somewhere in South America. I think it, you, if, for, for anyone to, to say a man should wear this, okay, you go to fucking the Amazon and tell those Amazonians to wear fucking, they, they got to wear fucking Jordans or they got to wear this. Like, yeah. You look stupid because yeah. they don't even know what that shit is. Yeah. yeah. And it never existed to them in their world. Oh, yeah. a nudist, man. Go to a nudist beach. I yeah. used to go to that motherfucker. Motherfuckers <laughs> didn't wear shit. You know what I'm saying? That's my kind of fashion. But, uh, yeah. but or, yeah, I, or, I remember. Or, or even with the Italians who wear tight jeans. But, you that's know, their culture. That's, but but yeah. back in the 80s, back in the 80s, in the, you know, late 70s and 80s, you had, you know, uh, you probably heard of these brands, you know, from, from maybe the older heads. You know, you had uh, Sassoon, you had Jordak, you had all those tight Calvin Klein jeans. Men used to wear tight stuff. And I used to wear that tight stuff back then until I read a report that, you know, hey, man, it might mess with your your, your, your testicular growth. And I, started, <laughs> I was like, man, I ain't, you know, and, and we used to wear bikini underwear back well, in the day, right? Well, now, now, I mean, I, I probably shouldn't touch on this topic because I work in the industry and I don't want to say nothing that's going to bite me in the ass years later. But, you know, there's an agenda to, to push certain things forward for uh so the world can move a certain way i'm not saying i agree with that agenda mm -hmm. but um but there, you, you, there you're is saying that there is to push things forward so that yeah um, a lot, a lot the of world can that. move in a certain direction that sh that they want it to move in gotcha and um and and a lot has to do with possibly populations as well 
mm. and uh, a lot has to do with um, sexuality. Yeah, wow, that's that's deep. Yeah, so I I don't want to touch on it too. Yeah, much, yeah, but yeah. Like yeah. You, people can do that. It's, I'm gonna leave it quite ambiguous. And hey, gotcha. Man. My, my country boy thinking is is that this one dude asked me say man why do men wear women clothes i was like shit motherfucker i say if the store sell them a dress shit if it was against the law they wouldn't sell the shit to them so fuck it why are you worried about it you know what i'm saying so <laughs> yeah. that's the way i look at things because the world is changing people are coming out you know people yep well they're already out so you got the transgender, you got this, this and that, that and the other, you know. So uh, to me is uh, like Ice T, you know, said back in the 80s, you know, to each his own, you know, choose a mobile phone, luxury home, you know. So, hey, you know, do your thing, you know. Yeah. So what's yeah. uh what's in the future for you? I know you said you're moving to Australia. Yeah. Let's talk well, about that a little bit before yeah, we get out of here. Yeah. Hey, mate. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I know, man. I've been there twice. And uh, uh -huh. okay, so, so I've been there. I Like, honestly... As a black man in the, in, in the world, mm. things are getting a little bit easier for us. Okay. Uh, we still got an uphill climb anywhere in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We no doubt. We still have an uphill climb mm -hmm. that we got to go through, but our time is coming where, like, we are actually shining now. Before, bigger than we shine ever now. Unfortunately, it had to come through, like, trap hip-hop and, and this kind of shit. But from this negativity shit that a lot of people see, mm -hmm. it's actually a lot of positive where our yes. influence is changing. Like, now we have... Black Panther, like, I don't think, honestly, I'm going to be honest, I don't think that if this trap music, it's not real trap music, it's called, like, hype music, mm -hmm. like, trap music is Jeezy and T.I., like, these mm -hmm. old school, mm -hmm. uh, Gucci, like, these dudes, and, like, mm -hmm. even outside of those dudes, you got dudes from, like, Memphis, Tennessee, and yeah. other areas that was making trap music, too, yeah. but it, it wasn't called trap, it was just fucking real music, yeah. that's drug dealer music, Yeah. Um, but... Uh, yeah, if it wasn't for like Migos and these kind of people, honestly, I don't think a lot of these, this movie wouldn't come out. And the only reason I say that mm -hmm. is because those, the Migos, regardless of who, if people like them or not, they really took Atlanta and not just Atlanta, but Atlanta represents black entertainment mm -hmm. for the most part at this point. Mm -hmm. It really shifted and took it to an international level mm -hmm. to where people like, damn, okay, we don't get on this train. We're going to miss a lot of fucking money. Mm -hmm. And they said, okay, let's give them, let's give them their own movie and see how it works. Mm -hmm. And let's make Kendrick Lamar the fucking, let's let, let him Yeah, he just won the Pulitzer. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and now, and now it's just like, I, I think it's a, it, but then I can argue and say, oh, if it wasn't for Will Smith, you know, he didn't make his first rap album, black people couldn't make popular mm -hmm. rap music. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. we can go back and forth all day long. Sugar like, Hill gang go even further back. Yeah. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, what was the question? <laughs> oh, was talking about Australia. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. sorry, sorry. What's going? What you got going on in the future? Yeah, um, yeah, just just wrap it up real quick. Like, so I'm leaving Japan because I want to grow as a person okay. and I want to grow professionally. Mm -hmm. And and I think the certain standards of the industry that I want to work in mm -hmm. is very high at technicality of detail gotcha. and technicality. But I don't think there's a real creativity anymore because Japanese need, need money. Yeah, uh, because their economy is going lower. Mm -hmm. and more stagnation yeah um and so uh, because of that it's, it's less flexibility and less flexibility to work with people who don't look like them yeah yes. so uh i need to leave and I, I need to move somewhere else where i'm gonna have that ability to be me and also be able to grow and just from looking at my work over the last two years i've done so much shit but mm -hmm. a lot of stuff is not stuff that i want to show because it's not me mm -hmm. it's not my identity of who i am and what i want to do Gotcha. And I know what I'm. I know my ability, so that's really why I'm leaving mm -hmm. Japan. I'm still gonna come back and work occasionally, but mm -hmm. 
I'm leaving Japan to go to Australia because I looked at everywhere else in the world to move as a black person and like actually make money and where the economy is doing well. I don't want to live in Europe. It's too cold. It's too dark in certain times of the year. I was like, damn, fuck, where can I go? I don't want to live in Asia anymore. I'm just tired of like Asia for the most part. Yeah. And I said, I don't want to live in America because it's too much up and down and left and right and it's too much happening. So I said, okay, fuck it. I'll just move to, I'll move to Japan. I'm um, sorry, I moved to Australia. And um, yeah, I moved to, I moved to, uh, yeah, so I'm moving to Australia. Yeah, man, it's just going, that's kind of what I want to do. I, I don't want I don't think it's a long term thing. I think it's more like next couple years, two, three, four, five years. Gotcha. And I'm going to build up there and hopefully start a business and creative agency and continue doing my fashion stuff and move him to a more a director's position and you know, mm-hmm. still, still be shooting and doing what I love doing because that's what I love doing but yeah. kind of curating our culture gotcha right you know what I'm saying? and curating it in a way where we can be seen on high levels for example you know the the lead chief editor of Vogue magazine is a, is a black man no mm, I didn't know that yeah yeah yeah. Ed, Edwin his name is Edwin or last name or first name Ed, mm. Edward. Edward Edwin I can't even say his name but He's the, he became the last year. He's the first black fashion editor ever for Vogue, and he's a black man from nice. like London, or he's from like Nigeria, or one of those countries, or Senegal, or somewhere in West Africa. Mm-hmm. And and uh, now Virgil Abloh from Off White, he's cre- men's creative director for Louis Vuitton. It just got wow. announced two weeks ago. So so basically, I think it's time. It's time that you know, and I. I Australians, you know, there's some race, some racism from ignorance, not mm-hmm. from really, they hate you as like America, they fucking black and they don't like you because yeah. you're just black. Some people not don't think this way, but that's the old American stuff because yeah. of the history. Well, you may run into, uh, when you go to Australia, you may, you know, right now it's the thing with the aboriginals. Yeah, the aborigine- it's more hate, it's more happening with that than like yeah. me and me being a black man from America. Yeah. yeah. Me being a black man from America going to Australia is like, dude. Man, everybody wants you around because it's like, number one, my accent is, I'm from the South. They already love my accent because they ain't never hearing that shit. And then they don't meet black people, like, from America. Yeah, that's funny you say that because I was kicking with this Australian chick back in the 80s when I was on the boat. And I was like, man, I love your accent. She said, I really love yours. I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, shit. All right, cool. Yeah. Word. (laughs) We are unique. Yeah. Yeah. They they really, really, like, admire us as a people because... They hear they hear of our story too, so everybody know our story. Yeah. A lot of people won't acknowledge it, but a lot of people know our struggle that we had to go through, and to I guess to be able to be a black person and move there, and then like they got money there, so like I want to make money, so of course, um, yeah, and and I want to do what I'm doing and make money, so mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'll just go there and figure it out. My girlfriend, she's there. We're gonna be together, so. Yeah, we wish you the best of luck, man. And um, yeah, 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 most definitely. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, we got. Yeah. I got to do a part two, man. I yeah. feel like we got. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we, we got know, so know, much. Stuff. I know y'all got y'all got a time schedule. No, yeah, no, yeah. yeah, just just we, we work something out, man. Yeah, yeah, we'll work something. Yeah, most definitely, man. We'll we'll you know we'll stay in touch and stuff. But uh, yeah, before we get out of here, shout out your your, your social media stuff. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, don't hold back, brother. Yeah, just yeah, like follow me on uh. IG, I, I got three IGs. Actually, I started a business about two months ago selling film cameras. 
Nice, yeah, that did. Oh, see that, 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 that could be another episode because I'm deep into photography too. So yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I'm selling film cameras and uh, yeah, shout, and we shout out that business. We sold like almost a hundred cameras in the last two months. All right, what's so, the website? We have an Etsy page, an Etsy store, but um, it's at Beginning Film, like beginning a journey, beginning film. That's the at symbol, beginning film, mm-hmm. and then also um, at Kanji Kill Swag. That's my personal IG. So it's at kanji kill swag the at symbol k-a-n-n-j-i-k-i-l-l-e-d-s-w-a-g kanji kill swag and you can follow me on there i have a business page as well um, frederick m underscore com so it's frederick f-r-e-d-e-r-i-c-k m underscore c-o-m and you can follow me as well there but um yeah just I appreciate y'all for having me on the show. Oh, man, cool, we appreciate man. you. And, and as a matter of fact, Big yep, Buddha? Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. In the house, bro. Big Buddha going to be a slimmer Buddha when you see him because I'm on this 80% <laughs> vegetable thing, man. Hey. I always drop about 25 pounds. Hey. But anyway, also, we will drink some coffee at Nigga Freddy's. <laughs> Freddy Mac. You you might even have your own coffee Freddy, shop. Freddy and Nigga Freddy's. That's yeah, yeah. Know. Freddy <laughs> and Nigga Freddy's. You know what I'm saying? But before we leave, I just want oh, to remind. Oh, yeah, go ahead. We got a shout out to the Wakanda Nation. Oh, most <laughs> Definitely. We're holding it down. I got the poster right up above the brother right here, Black yeah. Panther. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we right. always, always. Yeah. But I'd just like to remind everyone if you enjoy the Raw Urban Mobile Podcast, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And yeah, we out of here. We, we love, got all the love. We out of here. Peace out. Peace, peace to everybody. It, more than the Wakanda Nation, we want, we want to share love to everybody. Black, white, Asian. Around the world. Indian. It don't matter. Like, people, people. We just want No to boundaries, so. peeps. No boundaries. We, we love everybody. Word. Japanese, too. Koreans. Everybody. We love everybody. So. Yes, sir. We out. Peace. Nothing wrong with a little street noise because we in the streets.